Hey everyone, welcome to the Gospel of Ezekiel. In today's video topic, we're looking at have faith. God is in control. And we see this all over the Bible, you know, God's goodness to his people, how God is always going before his people, rescuing his people, saving them from the pit. God is always in control and is in control of your life because he loves you. You know, you look at the moon in the sky, who sustains it? And that's God. God sustains it. God holds it in place. And he holds you in his hand. In the shadow of his hand, he looks after you and sustains you in all your circumstance because you love him, because he watches over you. You know, in the Bible, it says even when we're faithless, God remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. He's a faithful God. He's righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does, as it says in Psalm 145. Now, you know, in the book of Psalm 31, David sees all this trouble going around him. The circumstances look like they're getting out of hand. In Psalm 31, he says, I hear many whispering, terror on every side. But he says, but I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands, God. He has faith. He believes that God is controlling his life, that God is looking after him. God is watching over him. And he does. It also says in Psalm that he will not let your foot be moved. He who watches over you will not slumber or sleep. He looks after you. And that's what I'm here to encourage you today, that God is in control. Now, there are many examples in the Bible where God is in control. And we look at the book of Mark chapter 4, verse 35, where Jesus is on the boat with his disciples. It says in verse 35, That day when evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. But this is what happened. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Can you imagine that? Jesus with his disciples and then all the big waves are just tossing and turning over and pouring into the boat. It's becoming swamped. It's going to sink. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. So Jesus was at the back of the boat, sleeping on a cushion while the waves were tipping and turning over into the boat and the boat is nearly being swamped here. The disciples woke him up and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? They're panicking. Situations are getting out of hand. It's out of control. People can see what's going on. You know, for us, we'd be like, wow, this is a tough situation. What are we going to do here? It's a panicking situation. Teacher, don't you care if we drown? God, can't you see my circumstance? Can't you see what's going on in my life? Why is this happening to me? What is going on? Jesus got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm, completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. And this is what's going on here. God is in control. All things are in God's hands in the name of Jesus Christ. He looks after you. He watches over you. And Jesus is saying here that I can't die. We can't die. You're with me. You belong to me. I have to make it to the cross. I have to die for the sins of the world to set them free. This is God's plan. God is in control. He's going to fulfill it. And I have faith in that. Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? This is what Jesus is saying here. Keep on having faith that God is in control over your circumstances. Things can come to put fear into you. You know, you might hear what people say around you, maybe on the news, maybe on the radio. Things can put doubt and doubt brings forth sin, but faith brings forth righteousness, peace, and joy. And that's what God wants you to have. 
God has a will for your life. God has a plan for your life to set people free around you, for you to preach the gospel, to see God's kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. God wants to use you and he wants to bring fullness of joy into your life. So keep on having faith, keep on believing, even when things feel like they're getting out of hand. Have faith that God is in control. Now the amazing thing here is that Jesus' head is on a cushion. He's sleeping at the back while all these things are happening, but he's resting in peace. He's, he's full of joy, full of hope, full of confidence that God is in control. While everyone is panicking around him, he doesn't join with them in panicking and having fear and doubt. No, he believes that God is in control. He has faith, not doubt. Don't go with feelings. Go with faith and what Jesus has done in your life. Run with it. Now, a similar circumstance happened with Paul the Apostle when he was on the big ship going to Rome. The soldiers on the boat didn't know what was going on. They couldn't see the stars in the sky. There was a massive storm appearing. The waves were crashing onto the boat. They were losing hope. They couldn't, couldn't even eat. They were so fearful and filled with dread and fear. But Paul said, I have to make it to Rome. God showed me to be confident that none of you, none of your lives will perish because you're with me. And I have to get to Rome. I have to make it to Rome. Just like Jesus had to make it to the cross. Paul has faith. God is in control. And that's what God wants us to have, that same level of faith, that He's always in control, looking after us, watching over us, watching our coming and our going. When we wake up, when we go back to sleep, God is watching over us and He cares for us. He loves us with all His heart. Now in Psalm 112, the psalmist here says, The righteous will never be shaken. They'll have no fear of bad news. Why? Because their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Just like Jesus with His head on the cushion while the waves were swamping the boat. Jesus' heart was steadfast, trusting in the Lord. When they woke him up, he didn't panic with them. He wasn't fearful like them. He had faith, no doubt whatsoever. His heart was steadfast, trusting in the Lord that he was going to make it to the cross and redeem God's people. And that's exactly what he did. So when you hear of bad news, don't fear. Let your heart be steadfast. Think about Jesus and trust in the Lord that he's in control. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 29, Jesus says, are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care or outside your father's will. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered by God. So Jesus says, so don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. If God looks after the sparrows, how much more will he look after you? How much more will he sustain you to where he wants you to be because he loves you? He's going to bring you into his kingdom, the kingdom of his dear son. And he's going to fill you with joy in his presence. How do I know this? By faith. Because God has put it in our hearts and we believe it. We don't, we don't stir doubt. We don't stir fear into our lives. We toss them over. Just like the waves want to come into your boat, bring them out. Take them out. Keep on having faith. Like Jesus, put your head on a cushion and keep on having faith that God is in control. Now you might say to yourself, how do I know that God is in control? Sometimes it feels like he's not there with me. Read your Bible, worship, pray to him, seek him. For God says in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. God is always with you. God is always there for you. He's rooting for you in Jesus' name. He wants to see you prosper. But you can't prosper if you're doing the things of this world, if you're following the patterns of this world, if you're imitating the ways of this world. If you're reading the Bible, you're growing in the knowledge of Him. You're getting closer to Him because you're learning about Him. 
you're reading about his love, you're reading about his faithfulness, you're storing these things within you and he's filling your heart with joy. When you read Psalms, when you read the Gospels about what Jesus did, how he lived, you're saying, wow, Jesus, really? He did this for me? Really? You endured all these things for my sake, for me? Wow, this is amazing. And this is how you feel that God is in control because never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Now in the book of Genesis, we see another man of God, Joseph, and he was a brother of 12. He was a son of Jacob. And he saw an amazing dream where his brothers were bowing down to him. And the brothers were jealous because of that dream. They threw him into a pit without Jacob, his father, knowing. And he was in a dark pit by himself. It was easy for him to give up, easy for him to say, wow, I'm in a dark situation. I could possibly die here. But this is what happened. God was in control. He put it in the hearts of his brothers to lift him out of that pit and to sell him as a slave to some dealers and to take him off as a slave to Egypt. He was then sent off into Pharaoh's courts to work as Pharaoh's slave. And then he was put into prison for many, many years in prison for nothing that he did wrong. He didn't do anything wrong again and was put in prison. It could have been easy for him to think, God, what is going on? Why are these things happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? Where are you, God? But Joseph kept on having faith, kept on believing, and God showed favor upon him. He allowed him to interpret dreams, and he did. And through these dreams, he was able to interpret Pharaoh's dreams, by which he was released from prison and made the ruler of Egypt, because God showed favor with him, because he believed in God. He kept on having faith that God was in control. And in such a time, there was a big, severe famine. Things were getting out of hand. But God showed him by a dream, this is what you must do. And then when his brothers came to him to Egypt because of the famine in their land that was so severe, they bowed down before him. This is what happened. Joseph says to his brothers in Genesis chapter 50 verse 20, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. They were going to die because of a severe famine. But God turned what was bad, what was evil, he turned around evil for good. Why? Because God is in control. He's always in control. And we have to keep living our lives with this faith that God is in control. He has a plan for our lives to fulfill. We thank him. We thank him that he's in control. We thank him that he looks after us and our families, whether in our workplace, whether at home, whether in the community. God is always in control in Jesus' name. Now in the book of Philippians, Paul encouraged us to have this faith that God is in control. This is what he says. He says, be confident of this. Be confident of what? Be confident of this, that he, God, who began a good work in you, will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So when you got baptized that very day, when you became a child of God, he who began a good work in you will see it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. He's always working in you. He's always for you and not against you. He's always walking with you throughout life, throughout whatever you're going through. In all your situations, God is with you and he's going to see it. See what? See what he planted in you, the will for him to complete, for you to go around and preach the gospel and speak the good news of Jesus Christ. This is what brings us joy and he's going to see it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ when he returns to bring us into everlasting salvation, the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ. And that's it. That's the message of God is in control. Keep on having the faith that you already have and don't listen to doubt. Don't listen to fear. I hear many whispering terror on every side, 
but I trust in you, God. I say my times are in your hands. In Jesus' name, be blessed, everyone. Thank you.